And the irony is that he was dying. He, he yeah. was like, I could go on. I mean, the, the, the juices are flowing. The songs are coming. They're just like, it's like he knew his clock was ticking. Hey, welcome to the Last Burst Podcast. My name is Thomas Ward, but you can call me Tom. So happy to have you with me. Uh, this is a podcast about all things creativity. I'm going to be talking to friends and acquaintances and hopefully making new friends along the way about a recent last burst of creativity they had. And we'll also be talking about some famous last bursts of creativity throughout history. So please join us uh, every week, maybe two times a week. I'm not sure. But this week I am thrilled to be joined by my good friend Joe Kleinbriel. I met Joe in grad school studying acting, and uh, he now is a professor, and we're going to talk about what he does outside of his vocation that is related to creativity, as well as a last burst of creativity that is uh, pretty phenomenal. Enjoy! So I might be breaking the rules by talking about shop talk, but it's not but but it's it's part of it right mm -hmm. so i teach i think at the basic level i teach other people students of all ages one of the things i do is challenge them and teach them and help them get to a, a point of embracing creativity right mm -hmm. um because a lot, a lot of what I do dips into improvisation, which I think improvisation is directly related to creativity because you're building something out of nothing, essentially. Mm -hmm. Or, or you, I don't know if it's out of nothing, it's out of parts that are being reassembled mm -hmm. in, an, in a unique way that maybe nobody has seen yet, right? Um, and that's why I love Im improv and not very trained in it or whatever, but I, I love the challenge that it is because it puts you in that space of saying, yeah, I'm going to build something. I'm going to build something with you mm -hmm. and we're going to build this together. And yeah. it, who even knows what it is, but I feel like that's a very amazing and direct, um, form of creativity that I teach people to do, and yet I'm scared to death of it myself. You know, I'll I'll play it along and go into the zone of it and have some success with it, but I too still find myself kind of scared to do things. Um, that do you mean? Do you mean like just as a as a mindset in general, or actually, or like doing improv? Um, both. I would okay. say, I would say both. So here's a, for instance, I got asked by a friend, she hosts something called, um, it's like a night, what does she call it? Um, under the writings under the influence. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she taps the shoulder of a few people and asks them to consider this theme and then to write something and bring it to this location a bar or something mm -hmm. and then right and i always thought if i get asked to do this i might decline because <laughs> i i oh, feel it like sounds so I, fun 
ready to go into this zone. Yeah. Oh. So she asked me. Yeah, sharing it though. Yeah. Yeah. And she and I was like, well, so I asked the safe zone question. I don't know if I told you this before, but I just said, do I have to read it? Mm. I mean, do I do I have to um write and read something original? Or could it be something that somebody else has written? And, and I'm interpreting it. and I realize this as the words are coming out of my mouth that it's a cop out for me. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sort of going, well, I'm an interpreter of words, but I'm not a creator of words. Mm. So I was already kind of like sidestepping it and limiting myself. And then I was like, she wrote back. Yeah, yeah, just it would be great. You know, if you want to do that, that's fine. And then I, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to. I'm going to do it, you know, yeah. and actually try it. And writing is, is something that is adjacent to, you know, theater and what I do, but it's not, it's not what I do, mm-hmm. but I, but I love that it is um, something that I got the chance to try and that it is a creative act Um that I'm not good at. <laughs> um, what do you, you know remember? What I mean? Do you remember what you wrote about, or yeah? Um, if you're, yeah, it was. I mean, it was kind of about the sense of going there and you and and tapping into our imaginations and letting mm-hmm. it run. That so I was I was sort of like writing about that. Um, uh, and I and I and I kind of called on two two things in my life, and I sort of meshed them together. One is my son, um, and uh, he would say "what if" all the time. Like every sentence out of his mouth yeah. was "what if," "what if," "what if this" or "what if that." You know, "what if my oh. toes?" "what if all my toes had names?" And you know, whatever. Just like n- so fast that you couldn't catch them all. Right. And, and, and was annoying too. Right. So you're like, in one sense, you're like, Oh man, just stop. And then the other sense, you're like, no, don't stop. Don't stop ever. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't stop asking what ifs, because that is, that is you exploring and uh, it's unbridled. Um, And my cousin, when I was a kid who was a couple of years older, when we go visit him, he he was a wild man and he would just like as soon as we got there he's like let's go to the woods and <laughs> you just like go you know my mom would say i'll see you sometime i don't know where you're going oh yeah i have those cousins <laughs> absolutely total adventure but his was then like this creative play that would be like okay let's say and he that's what he would use he go let's say <laughs> Um, it's what if <laughs> yeah that was his what if he was like let's say that you know we're a family who sings and solves crimes and let's say that i'm the father and you're my brother-in-law and let you know and he would just go and we would um, go okay and we would do it right we would play it was creative play whatever yeah and i don't know that kids um i don't know how common that is for kids all the time so um, but for me, and back then, I think for many kids, it was just a thing you did, you know, you yeah. just, they're like, okay. Um, 
so I was I was basically calling on that and riffing on uh, let's say what if that's what I called the piece let's say what if oh cool and it was fun it was it was a, it was a tremendous amount of fun and then my sabbatical um, was all about trying to create something mm -hmm. and and I was like it's exhilarating but it, a lot of this process and I'm supposedly in a creative field is very foreign to me very challenging and scary to me Mm -hmm. so it's still good for me um i made a outside of that business i i get challenged to make a cake for my son oh really um, yeah i don't know if i've ever shared any of the pictures with you of cakes oh, that i've made please do will you yeah i will and it's it really has started as a, like a challenge you know to try to to make some this these cakes and um and it was totally just fun a fun challenge i didn't know if it was going to be one of those you know nailed it right like yeah you know you're trying to make a bird and it looks right, like a right. twinkie or something <laughs> it's just flattened <laughs> yeah um and and not all of them have been a hundred percent successful but they've all been super fun and kind of like oh, creative yeah. like how are we going to make this happen and so I realized that my son in, really enjoys that, that I engage in that and do that. Yeah. Um, and so w once a year, I've skipped a couple of years because uh, it takes me a long time to, to do it, like much mm -hmm. longer than it should. Yeah. And I, I'm up till like four in the morning doing this thing. And then I sleep oh, all man. day on the day of the birthday. <laughs> oh, man. So, um yeah but it's 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 a cool i mean i guess that's a creative act that i go through oh know? absolutely does he challenge you with like a different kind of cake every year yeah i mean he started i i started this but then he was like well what about this could you do that oh yeah and then what, i go what if <laughs> what yeah if? what if here came the what if totally and uh I thought, I don't know. I don't know that I can do that. What if I wanted a Wally cake? Oh my gosh. You're not, you've hit it on the head. It's like, <laughs> I've made some crazy cakes. So do you know the band AJR? No. Um, they're a three brother kind of band that many of the young people enjoy, I guess. And Alan, they were... Jackson and Ricky. <laughs> there you go. You got it. <laughs> and that's his favorite band and he was like i want you to make an ajr cake Whoa. and i was like all right um <laughs> let's see what i do here so i'll oh, send man. you i'm gonna send you some pictures while we're talking just so you can kind of see some in my head i'm visualizing just like a, a play-doh just like a with big eyes like mr bill <laughs> um well you 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 might be kind of psychic so <laughs> oh, um, man. i can't wait yeah i'll show you things i don't know if i'll be able to do it right now but uh no go ahead. yeah keep going i'm gonna i i don't know if i've told you this story that when my my son was my oldest son was briefly a cub scout and his troop it came time for the fucking car race 
what is it the pine uh, pine pinewood derby pinewood yeah. derby i was like pine box what is it for the pinewood derby yeah and he won oh here we go and he wanted to do the pinewood derby and uh i was like great we're doing the pinewood derby i had no tools <laughs> it's like i didn't know what i was doing and i got some kind of kit you know but anyway uh, i cut my thumb like trying to sand it i like <laughs> ran a, or, like ran like a dremel up my thumb i tried to dremel the whole thing <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh so cuts yes. us at the at the high school gym or middle school gym for the pinewood derby and he was excited and he loved decorating his car yeah like he got into that and it was fun so that was the good thing however it was when his car when it was his race his car didn't make it across the finish line and he just looked at me like you fucking asshole <laughs> I, I have like, to tell going you going home i was like i'm sorry we had the identical story on this side here of the of the success of our pinewood derby car in fact he got that trophy that you get for being dead last for every race <laughs> So he actually, I think he was kind of proud that he was the winner at being the loser. So <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it oh, was, man. it was, uh, it was pretty sweet. So yeah, all right, I'm flooding you with a bunch of these pictures. So I know I can't wait that, that, that robots. Oh, these are amazing. Come on. The, I have a lot of fun. Dude. Yeah, they were, they You're were uh, so modest. Well, I, they they turn out pretty pretty good you know they're, they're... yeah of course you stayed up till 4 a.m <laughs> so that last one's the reason when it comes in uh of him with the cake and then you can see on his shirt he was like can you make this and i was like what <laughs> all right i'll i'll give it the best shot so it's like the creativity challenge i guess it's creative right although i don't know <laughs> yeah of course it is oh so it, no it, that's it, amazing it begs the question though because um, you, you made what was on the shirt yeah but somebody else made that those elements happen and i'm and i'm interpreting them right so i oh we're back to okay but this is this is the interesting question is it a creative is the is that creation or is that practicing creativity? Um, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. I mean, I think. Not to split hairs on it or anything, but I think about this. Like, is it. I guess I would say just because it ends up with something. Tangible that you can hold and that you can eat. <laughs> yes. You've created. I mean, you've created something. Is it a practicing mm. of a craft? Is that creative? Is that of creation, you know, or practicing uh, um, creation? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I think that's part of my eternal argument with myself is like, am I making something and reassembling these things 
elements that we know but that have not yet been put together and experienced in this way mm-hmm. um to me those are the moments and i think writing does that all the time and in it's like the straight line from a to b in terms of like is this created yes is are you creating something yeah you are i mean these are words we all know these are i you know common ideas but the the synthesis of these things is is unique and happening mm-hmm. and that's that to me is like amazing admirable um i'm in awe of it but like the the craft of something you know of, of doing something while well, it sits in that creative category i've always been at odds with that it feels like an edward alvey thing to me but i remember reading one of them saying that the playwright's the creative artist and the actors is an interpretive artist yeah yeah and i and it, and at the time i was not a writer or didn't fancy myself one and yeah uh, i hated it it pissed me off <laughs> but at the same time it it, it kind of i think it opened that door that question yeah. in my mind also and right. i could be totally wrong on all of that but yeah uh i yeah i i remember yeah i've dealt with that question myself and i think um but I feel that way even as a even when I am writing something, I feel like you, I'm uh or lately, maybe not I haven't always felt this way, but no, I always feel like I'm copying someone. If not so that's, if not all the way through, at least like I'm gonna do my version of this. Yeah. Um but isn't that also um, so, you know, here we are sort of maybe struggling over it, beating it, beating ourselves up, but are we overthinking it? You know, are we? Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, because we're. But it's fun. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I. Um... <laughs> no, it's, it's a, it's a good conversation. It's fascinating to me. And I don't, and I. Oh, uh, absolutely. I think it is. It is interesting. Have you um, made a cake? Just, have you just gone like Jackson? pollock on a cake (laughs) um (laughs) yeah and then i went well that's jackson pollock i didn't create anything (laughs) that looks exactly like jackson pollock (laughs) yeah exactly um throwing the trash (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i have um have i done that no no, not really. What I've been trying to do is make, um, you know, it's like I'm trying to, in cake form, capture something mm-hmm. and re- recreate, right, in mm-hmm. a new form. So, I don't know. That's like, not. I I I guess I have not. So I will watch like a cake show or a baking <laughs> show or these artists. Not that yeah. I do. But like where you see somebody and you go, oh my God, that's a work of art. That's a work of art. And that was like, you know, they, that came from them just and their inner selves and the cosmos and who knows what, and, and they made that happen. And then my version would be like, okay, how do I make that, you know? 
and do it mm -hmm. as close to that as possible. Well, I, I, I like the idea of the risk of trying to make something that is artistic and, and yet risky that it's like, you haven't seen that before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just find myself going, I'm that I don't practice that as much. Yeah. You know, I I, since I've been uh, living alone for the first time, like in my whole life, yeah, I've gotten much more creative cooking mm. um, because like no one else is going to eat it. And, yeah. um, and so I, I, and I've also, and I've always been a real stickler for following a recipe. Like mm. if I've got like grits, I'm like, how much water does the thing say? It's right. And it took me like one time and I was like, let's just, just dump it all together, you know, and get yeah. it, get it as thick as you want it. And, uh, right. so I've always been that way. So I've, I've gotten, and, and so I've got a lot of spices and, and I, you know, I'll end up with a really like very cliched single dad kind of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> leavings in the kitchen, what's left in the fridge, what, you know? Yeah. And it's like the other night I like whipped up. It's like, I had, I had enough of everything I needed to make a really decent Alfredo sauce. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah <laughs> look let me go <laughs> look at me go look what i did look at what i just did in my kitchen this is here. the year for liz lemon <laughs> i did do you do you play anything do you do oh no you I, I play piano no i don't play anything like i yeah. took lessons for piano when i was a kid and yeah tuba in the band until the ninth grade <laughs> yeah and then, oh yeah <laughs> That's it. I ruled. And um <laughs> and I had a beret. Uh <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> the standard issue with the tuba, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it is. Well, I mean the feather, you know, it'll hit the yeah. bell. Think yeah. about it. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Jill talks about this too, by the way, with musicians, because she can play anything. Mm -hmm. and if i hum something she can immediately put it on the piano that's just amazing she, to she me. can do that but she will never cop to being like a creative musician she can, she'll say i can play anything in front of me but i don't write music you know i really? don't do that so in and we're kind of on the same page when it comes to that in our own sort of respective yeah. lanes i think and i'll That's, say the same thing i'm like what are you talking about you know look at all look at this amazing set of skills that you have and everything and she'll say yeah but i don't write music you know yeah. that's that's a creative act that i i don't that's do fascinating to me because i because i i'm not a, my brother can he's a conductor so he can play he can't play every instrument, but he knows how to, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, and, but, and taught himself guitar and taught himself so yeah. many instruments and, but he's not a, he doesn't write music. Yeah. He's, he, and could, he has, he's written like one song maybe that I'm aware of and he's okay. rearranged. He's like done arrangements of old hymns. Yeah. Stuff like that to make them, you know, folk folksy. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but but he's not a songwriter. Yeah, and, and that does fascinate me. You know. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the difference is, but there's a difference, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you were talking about, like pulling thing. You know, using using other words, other writers, whatever mm-hmm. as source material um reminded me of well viewpoints for one mm. that's straight up viewpoints that's how they build everything they make and um it's true and then uh but there was a book i read by do you know a writer named david shields i only read two of his books he's written a bunch on writing okay but he wrote right. this book called reality hunger mm-hmm that is complete that's all about that's just about creativity and mm. art basically okay and but it's completely made up of quotes oh really of other people other <laughs> other speeches other books other everything wow. the whole thing and then he and then he said i remember reading that his editors made him put a footnote in the end to attribute the quotes so you could go and find who it was, but his preference was that you just read it. Wow. Um, yeah. But anyway, it, it blew, I remember it blowing my mind. It might not now. I have no idea. But well, I mean, it's that's a exemplifying the whole idea of. I just heard this. I think I made a did I pass it on to you? The Rick Rubin podcast. Yeah, um, I haven't listened yet, but did you also it, tell me about his book? Yeah, his book came out too, and I, I started looking yeah. at his, his reading his book. But um, it was very, it was a very interesting podcast and interview. It's about the nature of creativity, and it, what I thought was just interesting to hear is like we don't make up something that doesn't exist we just find the time and place to reassemble mm. to you know and to assemble all these things and present it in a way that it hasn't been seen yet mm. right and um i thought that or what you were just talking about is like it, that's kind of it right in a way it's like okay yeah you made that phrase but put next to this phrase and connected to this and this and this, then it has a whole new life that nobody's seen before. Mm-hmm. Isn't that creative, right? Isn't that creativity? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I'm pretty much a huge David Bowie fan. I love David Bowie. I love, I love his process, even if it was like drug addled or whatever, whatever at times. Yeah. How he would take like, lines of things he'd written and then he just he just switch them around just to see what it would create and then it would take on its own life you know yeah um just his process for trying things out was always risky and and maybe not people pleasing all the time uh but the very fact that he would try something and turn it on its head and see what 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 would happen was enough to make him admirable, you know. Oh yeah. Stands a solitary candle. Oh. I've been I've been 
researching like things I wanted to actually talk about. Yeah. Um, and one of the ideas I had was like trying to find famous last works of of artists. And you just mentioned yeah. Bowie. Yeah. And his comes up a lot. Do you know much about like that last one? That last one and Black Star. Yeah. 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 Um or what's it or what what's it mean to you? Oh, you know what's interesting is um so I I have always been a fan of David Bowie's, but I haven't been a, a fan who's like knew all of his works. Like I just admired his some of the stuff, but there was so much I didn't really know of his work. Mm-hmm. Um and over the years I would kind of go, well, let's check one out and see. And it would often take me a while to sort of get it and get into it. And usually, uh, I don't know if this was always the case, but it was like, I was hardly ever like immediately going, oh, I like this. Mm. It was more like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then time would go on. And then pretty soon, like it would click. And then I would just go, I, I, for whatever reason, I need to experience that again, and I want to, and then it became this like love for it, um, for albums. And okay, so to talk about that last one, I, I, I you know, I had a fair amount of his his albums, and then Black Star was released, and he died like right after that. I think it came out the day before he died, or something like that, or. Yeah, I think it preceded his death. And um, then you find out, you know, that he was making all of this while he was undergoing his treatments for cancer and he was dying and, you know, but he kept it really to the best. Yeah. And people really didn't know this. And so I, when I listened to it, I, I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not, this is too, this is not something that I'm ready to like, fall in love with right now but i'm intrigued by it i'm totally intrigued by it but i'm just not there and it took me about four years before i like was ready to kind of go sit with it again and now it's my favorite like i love it wow i really do i are you a fan or not so much on david bowie no i'm uh i love everything that i can get into yeah. Or that I've chosen to get into, but I haven't done a right. deep dive. My son is a huge fan. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. He's he's obsessed with David Bowie. Which which son? Uh Adam, the ninth grader. Adam. Adam loves him. Does yeah. he does he how does he have any thoughts about this his his last his last work? He just knows all the facts about it. And I know he loves the album. Yeah. Wow. But he's yeah. Yeah, I think he's probably he's probably soaked up as much information as he can find. I mean, there's something incredibly compelling when you now know things where you go, what's going into these words when you know that this is, I'm real curious about, you should check it out, check it out. Just take it in. One of those songs is like 10 minutes long Mm -hmm. and it is a, and it is its own experience. It is its own like otherworldly experience and i i don't i i just he was playing around with some really bizarre and wild and yet truthful things in that in that album 
in those songs and it's hard maybe that's why i found it hard because i was like i don't i just can't get into it's hard for me to listen to somebody who's dying creating yeah. music because it's just super you know i had heavy. a similar i had a similar experience when after norm mcdonald died and they yeah. dropped that special that he just recorded on his fucking computer I have I, not I, seen that. I, I still have it. I started it and I was too, I couldn't, I was like, yeah, I was too bummed. I was like, I'm not, I'm not at this stage. Sorry. Right. Right. All right, Norm. Yeah. I, I've heard about that. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Um, But there is something that's really quite intriguing. Oh, about... I, I'm so grateful that it ha it's out there that he did yeah. it. Oh, and yeah. I can totally see the, and I, I, for, for any, for both of them. And, you know, I can, I hope that I have that kind of uh, need to create. Yeah. Till the last, you know, right. Forever. Well, <clears throat> no matter who I... the audience is or if there is an audience. Exactly. Exactly. What I heard about um, the David Bowie album is, um, I don't think I'm making this up. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I, this is true. And you might've heard this from your son, but he was like, he expressed that it was like the, he was never more alive feeling. And the irony is that he was dying. He, he yeah. was like, I could go on. I mean, the, the, the juices are flowing. The songs are coming. They're just like, it's like he knew his clock was ticking mm -hmm. and and it was like i can't be numb anymore i've got to be all in because that's the only way i want to be right now because i know that like the finish line is right in front of me and i thought i think that that, that i'm i'm so like i'm stunned and and intrigued by that that way of being and that that thought yeah um it's kind of like davy too like i gotta i gotta oh, acknowledge a hundred percent i mean he was he he was not gonna stop no and he he's sitting here fate you know he was facing the scariest of scaries and at the same time he was like then I'm going to create, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> he, I can't, uh, I mean, I can't help but think of. Oh, I, I remember a week or two before. Oh, I mean, it was, I think it was that close. I don't think I'm mm -hmm. overstating it. Uh, before he died, I, yeah. He, he asked me, or I, I may have invited myself. I don't remember to, to join his zoom class because he was teaching that uh, like an adjunct class at the time in Greenville, yeah. right and um and then but something got messed up with the zoom you know yeah and i remember i remember thinking just haha davy clumsy with tech because mm -hmm. i always he he, he always kind of was I, or he i always joked about that with him you know <laughs> but he uh, uh, but I just remember him being really frustrated and like, mm. like, I don't have time. Yeah. Like, I don't have time for this, you know? And, uh, 
yeah so he was yeah and and doing all of that in pain yeah yeah i mean that's that's just too much oh yeah yeah there was um you mentioned that and uh when we when the four of us with john got together and davy the to zoom Mm. and um I, i i don't really remember how how much more time there was be after that yeah i don't but it was when he was having to wear that big thing to to have his treatments and i mean it couldn't have been that much longer i mean there but he was i remember him saying yeah i gotta go guys i gotta i gotta go have like family you know like he was like Mm -hmm. i I love you but i have to go because i you could feel his clock ticking you know he, he knew where we needed to be and when yeah and he was and he was doing that but i i will always be in such admiration and inspired by his uh his drive to create his words and his show and yeah and just like go and push and and i don't know if it i mean davy was always kind of wired in that way too but this was only amped up by oh yeah that's what's so yeah well that's that's a great point i hadn't I mean, I hadn't, you know, connected the two. He was, he was, so, I remember he was so ambitious. Yeah. When we were young. Yeah. You know, but that, but that ambition changed, but not really. It's like, it, right. it was like the drive didn't change at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. You, yeah. And that, and I, yeah, man, I'm glad you, brought that up i needed a dose of that yeah yeah well he's 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 um he sits at the at a point of inspiration for me too like you know i'm inspired by all my friends definitely but you know there there is a very sobering sense of like you can talk about it joe or you can do it you know and i'm at odds with that like sometimes i sometimes i'm lazy and then sometimes i'm like you don't have a lot of you don't know if you can be lazy you know just Mm -hmm. go for it um yeah so he continues to kind of challenge us doesn't he (laughs) oh man yeah and absolutely with this play that i'm working on he's just been in my head just like what the fuck are we doing like (laughs) like anytime i'm like no I'm like no what the fuck are we doing you know yeah uh, i was gonna put that in as a um as a like a dedication to davy as a little part um or a line in the in the play and i never did i don't know why i didn't just, <laughs> just say you know this in in memory of david who would say what the fuck are we doing yeah <laughs> that was great you told me that when i started that process and i always would keep coming back to that because oh, it was good. Like, yeah. it was just like you know yeah. get out of your get out of your head or just or or go in your head and go deeper in your head or do whatever you got to do but it do was it. one of those conversations that he had with himself that i was just <laughs> going uh-huh yeah i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it's like a monologue where he's just yeah. like 
playing like his dad like you don't know my dad and da 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 and da 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 i mean i really just what the fuck are we doing oh you nailed it you got it that's that's great uh yeah this machine is testing me to see if i'm around it needs my open heart for it to make a sound basically we are a team if you know what i mean because it's only a machine and i'm just a broken dream without your love